spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Oh, happy Wednesday, my friend. You look rested. I feel rested. Look at you. You got a nap today and everything. I did. I did. You're even wearing pants. Thanks for dressing. You're welcome. Tomorrow, well, if this weather holds up like this, I know it's going to be for a couple days, right, Peggy? You got a nap. I'm yeah. so jealous. Well, I mean, it was up at 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, let me read you guys a couple of headlines. These headlines are all over the place, okay? Uh, let's see. Nashville uh, cop. Hero. Uh, let's see. Uh, who are the Nashville officers who took down the shooter? Uh, here's another one. Uh, let's see. Police chief calls uh, Nashville uh, cops heroes for taking the shooter down. So I'm seeing all these uh, all these headlines. And yeah, here's another one. Uh, police body cam shows uh, hero cops. I'm all behind it. Totally, you know, these guys went in there. These guys and gals went in there. And they found uh, this loser and they shot and killed uh, this person. Yes, so, they did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's disappointing. Uh, I haven't seen anything about the teachers. Do we not realize, like, listen, I'm all for giving the cops all the credit because obviously we know that Uvalde police, uh, that's not the norm. That's not the norm. For those guys is not. to wait and just listen to They'd kids. They'd still be waiting. Get obliterated is a ridiculous. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got great officers here in Arizona, uh, obviously in Nashville. They got there within minutes, uh, and it could have been a lot worse if they weren't there. But... You know, we, we're praising these uh, these hero police officers, which we should be doing. But there's there's the, the unrecognized praise for the teachers. It's I, I, I don't know why. And, and let me explain w- what would have happened if these teachers who over the past 15 years, you know, didn't practice the lockdown drills. They do it all the time. Right. What happens if the teachers in this school didn't sweep through the hallways, didn't gather the children, didn't barricade the door? You know, kept the small children quiet. We're just not hearing any of that. So no. I want to make sure that we we recognize that. And the nine-year-old little girl who, by the way, who may have been the biggest hero, she pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. She went, she got out, she pulled the fire alarm, and as she was doing that, she got killed. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We know that three kids were killed, but three staff members also literally yes. put their life on the line to save kids. And if you think about it, and I just don't see anybody talking about this, and maybe it's the war on teachers. Maybe it's just there's so much about this story that we're still trying to grasp. Uh, but, you know, the loss of life would have been there would have been a lot worse if these teachers didn't react quickly and respond quickly and get these kids to safety and barricade the doors and somehow calm them. Catherine Kuntz was the head of the school. She's dead. Cynthia Peak was a substitute. And Mike Hill uh, had worked there for a decade. And he, was he the janitor? Yeah, he was the janitor. Yeah. Uh, uh, they were all uh, shot on top of the, the three nine-year-olds. Yeah. But I just think I think a lot of times there are certain folks out there uh, and a lot of them are politicians. But, you know, some are parents, some are politicians. And let's just pile on the teachers. Let's just bash the teachers. Let's do that. Let's come up with a hotline for for, you know, bashing the teachers. Uh, and I just don't get it. I don't get it. These are the these are the people that will save your kid. 
And if you don't realize that, I don't know what else to tell you. If you're just one of these people who just continues to want to bash teachers and... and pass, I don't think this is about bashing teachers well, I'm just saying, or, like, or pass, saying anything about the teachers. Laws, put them in jail. I mean, that's what we're dealing with, man. That's yeah, but you know, when you come at it from a, from a place where uh, all teachers are are angels and they never do wrong, and there's no activists, there's none of that stuff, that's not true. I mean, my kid doesn't go to one school now because there were several activist teachers and it got ridiculous. So he pulled her out and put her in another school. Yeah, but you can say the same about police officers. You can. You okay, can. So absolutely. But you know what? As great. a kid growing up, we were always revered the teachers for years and years and years and years. And then over the last decade or so, teachers like, like your wife, not not the young 20 something activists and, and, and teachers that are out there as they as they decide yeah, they're going to retire. Things have changed a lot. Yeah, but the, but all 20 somethings are not. Activists? No, no, no just like were, all forty or fifty somethings are not just regular teachers. There's yeah. some activists there, yes, and they're always going to be bad apples in whatever you, whatever you do. There could be a bad apple in the Nashville Police Department. No, I'm sure there probably I'm is. I'm sure there probably is. Just like they're a bad teacher, but you know, like a, a bad apple who's a teacher. But I just think it really is amazing to me that the only story that really hasn't been told yet in this whole school shooting is how about all those dozens and dozens of teachers who are unarmed, right? Uh, but, but again, we, we can't, they, they're not allowed to pick a book out for us anymore. Oh, we can't have them do that. But you know what we'll do? You save my kid, put yourself in front of my kid, take the bullet. Well, I don't think they were having book issues at this school. Maybe not. Probably. But I think I'm, I'm going to go the, out there and say this is probably this not is, the school. I think that this is the unrecognized story. And I don't know why that is. Why, why are we, you know, let's put the cops up there. They did a great job. There's no doubt about it. Because at the it. end of the day, it was the cops who came in and finished everything off. They, right. they went in there and they, they headed straight at this person. But and end, it was two guys who, and that one guy led the charge. There was no doubt about what they were I'm, doing. I'm with you. But at the end of the day, if these teachers don't get those kids in the classroom, they're not, not, they're not three nine-year-olds dead. They're, they're dozens of nine-year-olds dead. That's what I'm trying to say. And we're not talking about that. So I think we have to remember that there are teachers that are practicing these lockdown drills, and they did keep our kids safe. But we're not talking about it, and I will. Yeah. All right. Katie Hobbs, uh, her press secretary, is uh, no longer uh, with the program uh, after uh, tweeting out... Because this became the other side of the political story. Us, when we see transphobe, and you've got a lady holding two guns, mm -hmm. uh, there have been plenty of people out there that feel like th this is the thing to do nowadays. And it's us versus them. And uh, on, I think it's Friday or Monday, it is a... Uh, <sighs> It is crazy. There's there there's a trans group out there that is being funded, and essentially it is about uh, the Trans Day of Vengeance. But this lady was fired for posting something like that. Could you imagine something like that after a shooting? So she's the governor's uh, was the governor's press secretary. Okay, did she get fired or quit? I think she quit. Okay, she resigned. I I, I saw that she was fired, but I I kind of tend to it was jump before your push kind of thing. Maybe but see that that's not what I don't like that. Yeah, if you're the governor. And when did this tweet happen? I think it happened right after. Okay, uh, if you're uh, the governor now, it's what, Wednesday? Yep. You didn't fire her on the spot? No. You got to fire her on the spot. 100%. You don't let her quit. That is something that is fireable. If you're a press secretary for the governor of Arizona and you're putting up some, listen, you're for trans uh, um, rights and all that, great. So am I. Terrific. But there's no way you go on Twitter and condone violence. No. 
So you're fired immediately. And I, I have don't know seen what we're waiting two days for. So many people on in the establishment media come out and tweet things, say things. There's a great article in the National Review. Terry Moran, the uh, who we I think we've even had him on the show here uh, from ABC News. He said this: the shooter identified herself as a transgender person. The state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as a law prohibiting adult entertainment as well as male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in the state. And C.W. Cook writes, I would like to know what is supposed to come next. The shooter was transgender. Tennessee passed laws she didn't like. Therefore, what? This was totally justified? You don't like it? You're totally justified in doing something? No, there's never justification for what happened. No, so you get to go kill nine-year-olds because you feel like, hey, uh, this transgender thing, the way that you guys have treated drag shows, and and you're not going to let them uh, butcher, you know, twelve-year-olds. So we should be able to go shoot up stuff if I want to. And we don't even know if that's the reason that this person went to shoot a whole bunch of folks. We do know that they were mentally disturbed, according to all of the 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 stuff that's coming out from the doctor in the manifesto. So uh, that was it. The father said. I, I, I knew she had a gun, but she traded it or she sold it. And we thought that was the extent of it. I, I think at the end of the day, we all should agree that this 28-year-old person, murderer, should never have had the legal right to purchase seven powerful weapons. There's no way. That's just to me that that's insane. Yeah. She was most likely on her way to becoming insane. Absolutely. Well, she was she going, was mentally ill. She was, was going to a doctor because she was mentally right. ill, and she still got to go and buy a gun. And that's insane. That's yeah. ridiculous. And how we allow that to happen in this country, I have no idea. I just don't understand it. But for both sides to come out and start talking about, you know, now we need to condone violence because Republicans do it all the time and Democrats do it all the time. Most people say, "Oh, it's just Republicans." Bull, bull, bull. It's both. It's both. You're both disgusting. That's why I'm not a member of either party. Uh, but the governor's, um, uh, the governor's uh, uh, press secretary deserves to be fired. It's disgusting. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. Have a brain in your head. I understand that you're angry. I understand that, you know, it's an emotional time. But uh, you but know what? Three children and three adults were mowed down, and yeah. you were more concerned about being an activist. It's ridiculous. Than because that's what mattered to you, and you feel that. So essentially, you don't like some of the laws in other states. So, hey, you know what? These kids got what they deserved, right? I don't know if that's what she was saying, but, you know, to put a picture up of people with guns and saying, okay, let's go. It's not going to get us anywhere. By the way, I doubt you would like how any of this ends, because if you think there's going to be some sort of war that you want to start. It's not going to be a war. That is insane. Yeah. So, but uh, I think emotions get the best of people. And you know what? I'm glad that we have places like social media. I know it's weird to say that in this day and age, because I think it brings so much harm. But we can we can weed out the people who shouldn't be in power. And this lady deserves to get fired, not quit, fired. By the way, 5,000 accounts were suspended on Twitter in the last day calling for transgender violence against uh, uh, Christians. Gosh, what is happening to this world? All right, coming up next, why are Arizona firefighters being denied work-related cancer coverage? We're going to go through this again? Again? It's on the Gatos and Chad Show. You know, uh, something that I've always kept an eye on for the, you know, decades that I've been here at KTAR 
is uh, the health of firefighters. Yeah. Okay. So we know that firefighters, when they go into a building, a lot of times the things that are burning, toxic, uh, very toxic, very toxic. And these, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold it together. These insurance companies, it is disgusting what they do to these firefighters. Now, in the past, and and it's recent past. If I'm going to cover you, you're a firefighter. Yeah. Oh, you got cancer? Okay, you say it's job-related? Oh, we got all these firefighters. You got cancer? Well, I guess it is job-related. You just tell me which house you went into where it, where you got the cancer. Specifics. Give me the specific house, the address, give me the time, and then we'll cover you. And it's asinine. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, the, the whole thing was is to break it down. Wait a minute. You went to this house that had all this plastics. Right. I should have to cover you for that because it was those plastics that caused you to get sick, so it should be that insurance company, not ours that pay you out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, you know, who's a firefighter. I talked to a a couple friends of mine who are firefighters uh, out in Goodyear. And there's, you know, one gentleman, his name is is Gilbert. And I met him a a bunch of times. He has had cancer for a while. He has had cancer for a while. And this whole thing started with him many, many years ago where we brought him on the air and we told his story uh, about, you know, how he has cancer, how he's got to live with it the rest of his life, how he's got to get these medications. And at that point, many years ago, they weren't covering him um, because this copper point, which is the third party insurance that's used by the city of Goodyear, um, a lot of the, the coverage uh, under state law, you know, these firefighters have been fighting and it's been a tough battle behind the scenes uh, to get these firefighters who run into burning buildings to save people. And when they get ill on the job and when they get cancer on the job, uh, we got to get them covered. Yeah. So apparently there's there's more of this. So like after eight years of denied work related cancer coverage, uh, we've got firefighters in Goodyear. There's a legal battle and it's been taken to the next level by they're organizing a rally outside the insurance company this copper point uh that's denying firefighters claims and i think it's going to take place next week you've got firefighters who've been on the job for all these years right 20 years or so they're getting leukemia they're battling chronic cancer oh we you know our good buddy pablo's not here today his father just passed away we we talked about on there he was a firefighter and what did he have he got cancer he did and i'm sure he got it on the job absolutely now can you prove it probably but you know beyond a shadow of a doubt but you know i think if you a plus b equals c it's like one of those things where it's like hey 40 of these kids have a cancer cluster because they're playing by this giant huge you know electronic tower electric tower with all the swamp water that seems stuff getting dumped in we can kind of point to there may be something here it's the same thing yeah you know we worked with governor ducey many years ago on trying to get some legislation passed and they actually passed it and we were right in the middle of that whole thing. Uh, and Ducey did a good job of it. I remember, you know, I remember sitting here in studio with him and he and I talking about this. And I said, Governor, you got to do something about this. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, but it's it's rearing its ugly head again. Um, and it's shameful. And we have these folks who are heroes and they are. Uh, let's get them covered. Let's get them covered. Yeah. We have people fighting for their for their life. You know, they've got kids. They can't pay $1,000 a pill. No. So, And they're risking their life 
for us. They're risking their life for our stuff. Right. And we know that, that, you know, again, when you've got 12 people inside of a fire department stationed at a certain place over a period of time to get cancer, uh, you don't see that in a lot of other lines of work unless you're dealing with radiation no. and some weird stuff. So we got the United Goodyear Firefighters. Uh, they've invited all of you to join them. It's a rally outside this uh, Copper Point building in Phoenix next week. Go. Go. You're a fan of the firefighters. If you, you know, respect the firefighters, if you want to get out there and say, hey, listen, this is not okay with us. You're denying certain medicines, certain coverage to firefighters who got this disease because they ran into a burning building to save a kid. But you, a copper point, you don't you don't want to respect that. You don't want to you want to basically you want to weasel your way out of pain for uh, the illnesses the firefighters have. Yeah. Go and check it out. You can find this on. We'll post it somewhere. But yeah. the Goodyear firefighters, there's a, there's a public invitation to go and do this and to go outside this building and have their say coming up next week. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Coming up next. How many people died in school shootings? We have the number. OK. Over the many years. Well, the number may surprise you next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. If you uh, read the news, uh, school shootings happen 24-7. There's tens of thousands of kids that have died from school shootings, and it's just uh, it just can't be stopped. By the way, one of the uh, congresspeople in Tennessee said, you know, this will never stop, right? You can't, can't stop this, period. He said you can't fix it. Yeah, you can't fix it. It's not going to stop. Right. Uh 175 is the number of people that have died since Columbine in school shootings. So that's not just kids. That's not just kids. That's 175. The one thing I'll say is you said if you read the news. Yeah. If you read the news, if you see everything. That's what I'm talking about. If you were to watch the coverage of all these school shootings, you would think that the the number is in the thousands. Listen, 175 is is 175 too many. Oh, gosh, yeah. But still, Absolutely. we make it seem like in the world of big news, 24-7, and everything's covered to, right. you know, like you couldn't believe that this is the only thing that happens at school all day. Yep. And that's why I said it yesterday. Uh, we got a lot of reaction. I said, listen, the media should not cover school shootings anymore. You and I disagree on, on why. I think that if you take away um, the 15 minutes of fame that this person wants... More people will stop doing it because they'll say, oh, they're not talking about it anymore. So, you know, I'm not going to go into a school and shoot a whole bunch of kids. The easiest way to get on the news, the easiest way to get, you know, your name out there is go get a gun and shoot a bunch of kids. And what I said yesterday is, yeah, we shouldn't talk about it and we shouldn't be doing it for 24 hours. Um, I want to know for six or seven days after the fact. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, you said it perfectly. One hundred and seventy five people. It's way too much. It shouldn't even happen once. But it's not 17,500. It's not. But if you were to watch the, the news, yes. you would think that it is that. Now, I will say this. That's just school shootings. We haven't talked about uh, Orlando. We haven't talked about Vegas. Yeah. You know, we haven't included numbers like that. This isn't mass shootings. This is school shootings. School shootings. So, which get far. I mean, you, again, the coverage is big, you know, because you think Uvalde, you think a Uvalde almost happens every day. It does not. And it does not. It is so rare. The chances of your child, your, your child is three times as likely to die at home from a gun violence. Right. Uh, whether it's, and most of that is suicide. 
than, you know, uh, which is, but this is, you know, we just, the coverage is big because the 24-hour news cycle, they need to fill it, and it's a big news story, and there is a a political gain for both sides in this. They love the ratings. They do. And as I'll say this again, I'll say every time there's a school shooting, I'd rather never talk about a school shooting again. Oh, me too. And and if that gets me, or and you, if it gets us a, a rating of zero, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I don't need I don't need to talk about children that have been killed uh, to get a paycheck. I just don't. And there are a lot of people that are on TV that do. And there are a lot of people that say, "Okay, I feel really bad. Yeah, this is a terrible story, but we're going to go wall wall with it. We're going to make a lot of money off of it. If I ever become that guy, I'm going to take this microphone off. I'm going to quit. Yeah, I just will never do that. No, I will never do it. So I just. I think you're right, Chad. To put it in perspective, yeah, 175 people in schools have been killed since Columbine. That's way too much. And I will almost guarantee you this year in schools, there will be a lot more kids that die from uh, one pill can kill fentanyl. But I don't, yeah, I agree with you, but I don't want to just make it like we're blowing it off. No, but the thing is, is what we should be focusing on are things that are like, wow, you know, your kid went to a party and is and and took a pill that they thought was Adderall. Right. And the next thing you know, you're you're making funeral arrangements. Yeah. I just think if you take the 175, think of the thousands of people who it affected. Yes. Families, loved ones, friends. It's just it's so tragic. And again, I was I was in this newsroom when Columbine happened in yeah. 1999. And we could not believe it. We could not believe it. We had a Diamondbacks game that was going to be on, and we moved it to another radio station so we could go wall-to-wall with the Columbine because it had never happened before. Uh, So, you know, all these years later, that kind of started it all. Yeah. I just wonder what would have happened if that never did happen. Yeah, that's very interesting. Where would we be? Would these 175 people still be alive? I don't know. And their infamy built a lot of this stuff and the reality is uh, those kids were much like I think a lot of these kids nowadays the infamy came because of them but I think what you're finding more and more is those kids were angry at life they were no angry at kids there was no infamy they were searching for because right. they didn't even understand it no a lot of them followed in their footprints because they think that that they're going to become something but you know hey and I said this earlier and I understand why you said yesterday the the, the school shooter we know the school shooters names far more than that guy I couldn't tell you the guy's name in uh, Vegas we never covered it. I forgot his. I don't even know his name. Right? Like, and that remember. guy was that. That was horrific. Oh, it was horrific. Straight bullets down yeah, on everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and we still don't know why he did it. Yes, that's yeah. the other side. As human beings, we want to figure out why people do stuff. Right. Uh, I'm nervous. Are you nervous for tonight? I'm a little nervous. It's Wednesday. A traffic. I'm a little nervous because no, no, you traffic. don't like that. Uh, there's warm ups. No, that could be horrible. Right, Becky. <laughs> are you nervous about tonight? Are you nervous about it? Are you nervous as I am? I'm filling my shorts. I on don't this. think I'm that nervous. You're not that nervous. No, I just I, I'm still waiting to see if it actually happens. He's okay. going to try to lay a ball up. So well, we got uh, it's like evil Knievel. <laughs> so we got Kevin Durant, who's been sidelined with a, a sprained ankle. Remember, he's the guy that the Suns got for their hi- entire team, and he's played like three games, I think. So. It was a couple weeks ago, well, a month ago. I don't even know. It was like a month ago. He's out there, and it's before the game. Big home, you know, a debut. Sellout, I think, wasn't sellout. it? Sellout. Yeah, everybody People was spent so excited. hundreds of dollars, and he goes in for a layup, and his whole ankle, like, twists. It does like a 360. It was brutal. Moments and, before the game was supposed yeah, to start. He got hurt in practice, <laughs> in warm-ups. Oh. We're talking about practice? <laughs> so... 
he is supposed to play tonight. People want to kill the ball boy. He's supposed to play tonight. So we but thought, no practicing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, the, the game starts in just a few hours, but you know, they go out there, they practice, they then they go back to the locker room, and then they get rubbed down, or they they take a you know a shower, they do all this. So we've sent the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister, down to watch uh, practice because I want to make sure that Kevin Durant is okay. Isn't that a good idea, Chad? Don't you agree? Now, are you going to ask Steve to like? Protect him? How, well, I was going to say, how is Steve going to help wanna, with this? No, he's oh, not. I'd like I to just, know how this works. I want to make sure that he's okay. Right, joining us from uh, the foot place uh, is uh, the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. All right, uh, Steve, the sock. That's uh, you're, what you're, you're watching uh, practice. Did Kevin Durant hurt himself yet? No. Okay, all right, we'll check back with you in about a half an hour and see how that's going. So far, ladies and gentlemen, KD has not injured himself before the game. This is great news. Do you think they're going to take the balls away from him so they don't let him shoot before? I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't let him do anything. I wouldn't let him do anything. Uh, something that might affect you probably more than anything else. Mm-hmm. In the world, all the stuff we talk about today, AI, we've been talking about it for a while. I've been bringing it up over and over again. Today, an open letter by a thousand of the leaders in technology, including the likes of Elon Musk and uh, Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple, IBM chief scientist Grady Booch, Stability AI, Ahmad Mustag, and many other people. And some of these people are people who were the heads of bringing this thing about for the last two decades, have all said, guys, we got to stop this for six months. Push the pause button. Push the pause button because they're asking chat GPT or open AI, hey, GPT-4 is as far as you guys need to go. You need to pause this because it is already showing signs of getting farther ahead. And we do not have the technology to stop it, the laws, the technology to stop it. The, the Give me an example. Uh, well, the what, re- what are they worried about? There is like I keep reading. There's a doomsday clock, and uh, you know if this thing gets up and running, it's the perfect storm. And it's all these big it's, words. It's and a, scary okay, here's stuff, a perfect example. Nuclear weapons, right? The minute we got nuclear weapons, we said, oh, my God, this is not a good thing. And then you knew other people were going to get him. And we're like, we all come together and go, look, here's the one thing we have, guide. Uh, neutra- we, we, we have mutually uh, destruction. If you shoot us, we shoot you. It's over. Okay. Right? Here, we don't have that. Here, countries, and, and, and that's nuclear weapons. Those are arms that the average person's not going to do. Now, you can use this in ways that is so terrifying. How? How about, uh, I don't know, elections? We're always worried about interfering. How about interfering in elections we could never even imagine nowadays, bombarding our people or somebody else's people without having a way of saying, no, we can't do that. We need to have a almost a treaty. The other thing is laws on way that people are going to use this, whether they're using it for, you know, uh, you know, like to to try to catch people or frame people in doing things. We've got to have a slowdown in some of this stuff to find out what it's going to do to jobs and a lot of other things. And laws are always behind technology. Hmm. So a pause to the A.I. Genie's out of the bottle, though. All right. Coming up next, uh, should Phoenix erect a camp camp, uh, ground? For people experiencing homelessness. What are we going to do? Take a big parking lot and put everybody there? Maybe. It's all coming up the Gatos and Chad Show.